0: Uh, hello, welcome to Boxing Fans. This is Wesley Williams and Chris islami and we're coming to you live from New York City, the heart of New York City. Uh, just talking about what
1: boxing fans talk about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so you know, um, it looks like uh, one of the topics here. We oh, we actually we went we went to that Thurman versus Porter fight in uh, Madison Square Garden. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know.
0: Keith one time Thurman defeated Sean Showtime Porter in 12 rounds. Yes. Unanimous decision.
1: Yes, I was way too emotional for that fight. That's what I learned after the fight. I was yelling too much. I could barely <laughs> talk afterwards. My body was. Because I was so. I was so for Thurman. And it, and it was just such a. Porter was so hard to. He's so hard to fight. And, and he, he, you know, he's just annoying to me. He's just annoying to me. The guy annoys me. But he's good. He's very good. Sean Porter. Right. Right. No, I like that
0: you talked about, you know, the way it made you feel. Because it, you know, we were at the Barclays pretty early. You know, we saw, you know, almost all the undercard. and, And, you know, there's something about those two fighters when, you know, it was the main event. But when they came on, it was just... You know, with the other fights, you know, I would watch them, but I could be daydreaming and this and that, but when they were fighting, it was just, it really was non-stop action. If I remember right, no one got knocked down, no. but but it definitely was a fair decision, I would say.
1: Okay. Okay. That, well, I remember we were thinking it could have gone towards Porter. It could have, Because yeah. the crowd, it seemed as if, it just seemed as if it was kind of like more Porter favored. I right. Re- that's all. Oh, right. I remember. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And it,
0: right. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could have been the section we were at. There happened to be a lot of Sean Porter fans. Or yeah. I know he's from. I, I was thinking maybe because it was close to Cleveland, but um, I know Porter's from Florida, so possibly that there was more Porter fans from Cleveland that came to see the fight, but. Oh, okay. But I have to say, what a blessing, though, that Barclays is for boxing in New York City. I mean, Absolutely. almost every other
1: weekend, you know, almost every month, there's a a big show. Yes, I know. It's awesome. Um, it's like Barclays, and we really started hitting up that scene when it really started taking off. I remember, it. like, I don't know, I don't remember our first fight, Provodnikov and uh, freaking uh, that one guy. Uh, oh right. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good fight. Um,
0: Chris Algieri. Algeri.
1: Yeah. Uh, and again, I got too emotional in that fight, yelling, <laughs> screaming with the whole Long Beach or whatever these guys were. Uh, yeah. But um, that fight was really good because Sean was really good at uh, making uh, Thurman miss. And I think what he was also good at was kind of like passive aggressiveness. He was getting Thurman to kind of like kind of almost out of his game and getting Thurman to, uh, to be the aggressor trying to hit. Porter because he can hit harder, much harder than Porter. Right. But Porter's balance and his his footwork and is just so good. But then when Porter finally realized if I just relax, I just sit back here and I stand, I stand toe to toe, then what happened is what I noticed is Porter actually started getting impatient, and then that's when it, Thurman would take advantage of that because then he would light Porter up. And um, and and you know, I think I think if anything, that's why he he got the decision because he was the aggressor for more of the fight, most the, for the most of the fight, and he did he hurt he, he hurt Porter, I think more than uh, Porter hurt him. That's what I that's what I think. I was watching I was watching the replay
0: of uh, there was a fight last night on on ESPN, and so Teddy Atlas was talking about. He was talking about the Porter Thurman fight, and what he talked about was he described it like a, a rebate that that so many people, you know, still have a bad taste in their mouth about the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Uh-huh. You know, there was so much promise that this was that was going to be the fight that brought non-boxing fans into into the, the world of boxing once again, and and then so many people were let down. And so Teddy Atlas des- was describing this fight which was on which was on primetime, you know, television, um, I believe it was M- NBC, you know, basically it was free for yeah. you know for for America and Al Heyman. Right, Al, Al Heyman brought it brought it to us and and uh, that it was like a rebate, that that it was it was it was like a, a gift in a sense to, to to people because it was a you know joy for anyone to watch, you know, even if it was a, a non-boxing fan, I mean, you watch every second of that fight, you know, every every round, it Great was fight. just they were going toe to toe.
1: Great fight, and it was. It was such a uh, you're right, and I, I you know I, I agree. Like the energy was like good for the whole the whole night, but when that fight came. The music—they just look better. They—they—they they're, they're, they have these great costumes on. I remember Thurman had this real beautiful light blue, like freedom. <laughs> right. And then uh, I loved Porter's outfit. It was like this African kind of like oh, yellowish, right, right. like beautiful. Um, and and the, the energy went from like fifty to hundred. Right. Right. Uh, and the whole fight, from the beginning to the end, was high, high energy. Great fight.
0: I mean, I have to say now that we're talking about Al Heyman's fighters and and. Uh, Premier Boxing Champions, PBC. I have a lot of respect for Sean Porter and Keith Thurman. You know, I I get the sense, I don't know about you, that they are really willing to take on anybody and it seems different than another guy that we've talked about, Danny Garcia.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad you brought (laughs) that That was nice. That was a nice transition. Segway. Yeah, segway. well, yeah, exactly. Danny Garcia, he's, he's, he's heavily managed by his, his dad, like that's one thing that sticks out to me, and, and God bless him, that's good. I mean, his dad, I think he's doing a, kind of like a good job in a way, but like, just on this dad thing, you know, like, Eubank, Chris Eubank was supposed to fight Gennady Golovkin right recently and and you know he was gonna get paid and whatever but his dad interfered so much that Eddie Hearn the promoter he's the British promoter just like you know what he gave them an ultimatum that they didn't respond they just thought like it was a bluff and then he immediately boom uh, uh, Kel Brook was like yeah I I need a fight I'll fight uh, I'll fight Gennady right and they're you know but but, you know I don't want to talk about that we'll talk about that later but the um, sometimes like these dads they get so overbearing and they're trying to protect their son's career but it's like they end up hurting it right right well
0: it seems that you know Danny Garcia the the one thing he he has that is very marketable is the fact that he hasn't lost and you know we've talked about that that it, it it looks as though he's following the strategy of floyd mayweather of, uh, that of of winning it at you know by all means necessary um, I, I will say it you know it broke my heart when uh, when danny garcia beat who is one of my favorite fighters lucas matisse i remember yeah 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 it was on the undercard of one of the uh, one of the mayweather uh, fights you know matisse yes. not not to go on a tangent but but yeah. lucas matisse yep. it looks as though his I you know he definitely has not retired or anything like that but yeah. he's 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 kind of similar to Provodnikov, you know in the last oh, the, the machine, last co- the machine right in the machine in the last couple of years Provodnikov and Matisse they, they've lost some you know Matisse's last loss was to Victor postal that was for a vacant title okay. I believe
1: thank you and well, that, how did that end like what what was it like
0: it was a uh, it, it was a if I remember right, it was a knockout in maybe the, the ninth round. But it, it was... If I, if I remember right, on the scorecards, Matisse might have even been up. But out of nowhere, Victor Postal, who... I had... I really didn't know at all. I don't know about you, but... I know, I, I didn't. W- I would always hear his name because, because... Yeah, yeah. Because he was always on the list for mandatory fighters. Okay. He was always a mandatory. Victor Postal, but... But he was never in the limelight. I'd never seen him on TV. Right. And then out of the blue, you know, he fought Lucas Matisse. You know, I I really assumed it was going to be a, a walk in the park. If I if I, and if I remember right, that that fight, that was a fight that Matisse was headlining,
1: and uh, yeah, oh. and, and postal stole the show. It's kind of, it's kind of like the uh, Provodnikov was headlining the Algeri fight, and then Algeri stole the show. Right. And you know, that in my mind, that was a bad decision. Like to have the fight in New York, they should just had it in Vegas. Like, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I don't, I didn't read on the negotiations or anything. I like to get into that more, but I thought, you know, I guess I just thought Probinak was just going to go right through him because, yeah. you know, and he almost did the first round. He almost finished him. I mean, he he knocked him down like two times. I remember. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like this, Victor Postal, I think he's from. Uh, I think he's he, Ukrainian. Ukrainian. There he's you go. Ukrainian. Yeah. Well, guess what. There's a there's a lot of great Ukrainian talent right oh, now. Oh
0: yes, yes. Okay, yes. I can
1: name three right now. Postol, um, this guy here that I, I I'm I can't wait to watch his fight. Uh, I'm gonna tear up his name, but it's <laughs> yeah. Alexander Yusek. Right. Okay, this guy right. he was in Olympics. I've studied him. I watched footage of him. I like him. He's a monster, and I just like him. He's very charismatic. He's got he's got the he's got he's got something to him. And then we saw this guy. Basil Lomachenko. Oh yeah, now he is—he is a machine. Yeah, we saw
0: him. We saw his last fight, which was at the theater at Madison Square Garden, and it was—it was spectacular. Spectacular knockout. Yes. It was, it, it, and he fought. He, he fought someone from Puerto Rico. I'm blanking on his name.
1: Uh, Rodriguez. Mar- uh, what was it? Martin. Rod- Martin. Or not Martin. Maybe. Uh- Rodriguez, right? Um,
0: yeah, I'd have to check on that. I'd have yeah, to check yeah. on that. But in and any he, case, he's a
1: he's a he's a top ten. This guy that he that he annihilated right in a crowd of eighty percent Puerto Rican in their home court with no like. But you know, I noticed also like before because they had a lot of like they had that diversity going. They had the Puerto Rican fighter against this guy, a Mexican guy. Puerto Rican guy against this guy. But when Vassal came. It wasn't too much crazy yelling, because they knew, I, th- I mean, this is my own opinion, but the crowd knew, like, whoa, this guy, this vassal guy, he's world class. I mean, he's, you know, that, that was my interpretation. No, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, remember that, because I remember that one guy behind us, he was yelling and screaming. I forgot who... Oh, yeah, right, B- right.
0: Vierdo, right. Vierdo, remember yeah.
1: he was talking? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I didn't, that guy just... <laughs> yeah, silent. Right, right.
0: didn't last but, too long, anyway. You, you know, and, and so... Yeah, and so on the same topic, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, the Ukrainian fighters, of course. Of course, Klitschko, you know, Klitschko from, from Ukraine, Lomachenko, you know, the, these guys... You fight great look great that's why Victor Postal for me was such a surprise because he is Ukrainian but if you looked at him he's very similar to Terence Crawford who that fight is tomorrow yes, yes. and in my opinion they're both very similar because if you if you look at them they don't in my opinion they don't look like tough guys okay. Victor Postal he's kind of like this he looks sort of lanky with this it's kind like,
1: of it's like a, a painter. Victor Postal is yeah, right even the name arts <laughs> right
0: right the Galleria right yeah right even the name even the name isn't very intimidating and uh, yeah even Terence Crawford that name isn't intimidating but really.
1: they're knocking people out knocking people out and, and, and I'm glad you brought that you you segued into this one uh, Terence Crawford 28 and zero 20 knockouts. Victor Postal, 28 and zero, 12 knockouts. Oh, all right. So, it's it's just ha- it's uh, significant that their records are exactly the same. Now, obviously, Terence looks like he has more power, just by the percent that he knocked out 20 guys, and and Victor only knocked out 12. And yeah. he's he's knocked out some good guys. Oh yeah, right, right. And you know, we saw that fight. I forgot the guy's Jack. Oh, Hank Lundy, dude. He. I saw there, he's vicious, when he smells blood, he will. he's the kind of guy, he'll, he's, he's very measured. He's the kind of guy, like he'd be a great professor or engineer or, you know, that's my interpretation of Terence, because he's so calculated, but he's so calculated that he can take really hard hits, he can take a punch. That when he went in, when he smelled blood on Lundy, because Lundy's no joke. But once he did, he was willing to take some hits. He's like, okay, yeah, okay, I'll take them now because I'm going to finish you. And he yeah. finished, finished Lundy. That, he, you know, that's something that I think has been growing as, as he's been, as his career has been moving forward. Like his, his uh, you know, how he finishes fights. Yeah, and, and, and I like that,
0: that term, that the idea that he's growing because it definitely, in the last couple of years, it, it really has looked like he's growing. You know when I was I was watching that HBO fight between Terence and Gamboa and Jim Lampley was talking about uh, I forgot the the exact quote but but something about that when he knocked out Gamboa that's really when he became a star. You know that was like such a spectacular right. knockout oh, and if I remember right, you know ever since Gamboa he's not knocked everybody out. And so, yeah. but this I saw a headline with Crawford basically saying that, you know, this is probably his toughest match. And it's also on pay-per-view, which I, I, I'm sure in this podcast we'll get into the business of boxing. But what I read, Bob Arum of Top Rank basically didn't want this fight to be a pay-per-view fight. And I can understand why, I can understand why he would say that, uh-huh. because... Who, who, who's really going to buy this fight? Okay. You know, it's, it's not, not Crawford and Postal. Okay. He wanted it to be on HBO, but for some reason, you know, maybe some of our listeners could could inform us. But for some reason, H, it would be it would be cheaper for HBO. It would be cheaper for HBO if the fight is pay-per-view rather than on their regular programming, for whatever oh, okay. reason.
1: Is well, that okay?
0: Okay for whatever reason. But, but, but huh. we'll see, but I got the impression that only real hardcore boxing fans would would buy this fight.
1: Yeah, it's more of a it's a it's a boxer fans uh, fight fantasy. This is like this is this is two guys at their peak, world class. guys that are into boxing that really watch the sport like like uh, your friend Perez. Right. I mean, this right. is like this is this is like this is a dream comes true. But as far as you're right, you're, these, guys, these guys haven't made—they haven't broke the surface yet. Gennady has. Gennady has. I think Gennady definitely definitely has. There's no doubt about it.
0: Well, that's going to be another pay-per-view fight. The Cal Brook versus Gennady. That's going to be pay-per-view. You know, again, probably out of any boxer, yeah. it's probably Gennady Golovkin, Andre Ward, maybe those two who are who are on the on the brink or you know at, at that place where non-boxing fans know who they are okay Pacquiao Mayweather they they crossed over people that were not definitely people that didn't watch boxing know who, knew, knows who they are those names right? Or, or I've heard the name but Gennady is almost there yeah almost I, I don't get the impression that non-boxing fans know who he is right well, okay but but um, well, another yeah, another okay. fight that's on pay per view, which which I, I see it on the list, that I'm not sure how how well it's going to do financially. Only, well, it's it's probably going to make a lot of money just because Alvarez has so many so many fans. But Canelo Alvarez versus now, Liam now wait Smith. wait 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 now let, yeah.
1: let's, let me let's go backtrack here let me, yeah. let me get on this Terence Crawford and Victor oh yeah, Postal. yeah 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 now listen here because um, Victor Victor Postal this is what I'm seeing. Victor's kind of like uh, he's Ukrainian. He's not as, um, like you said, he's it's like he's kind of under the radar. Definitely. But he's he's been not he's been performing. He's, right. He's number two, in the content in the uh, actual ranking. Right. Right. Now he is um, he's saying that he doesn't look at himself as an underdog in this fight. And the way I look at it, I kind of feel like Terence. I don't know. Again, I don't know this, but I think Terence made this fight really happen. He wants to uh, unify because right. this fight is for the WBO and the WBC junior welterweight title unification. Right. I think Terence really made this happen because that's what his goal is, and it's kind of almost like a cocky move. And Victor's like, "Whoa, are you serious?" That's kind of like, "Like, are you serious? Do you know who I am?" Oh, I know you. I've seen you. Yeah, but have you seen me? And I kind of feel like Terence. I'm not saying he's biting off more than he can chew. But I kind of feel, I kind of agree with Victor that, no, I don't feel like I'm underdog here. I, I almost feel like it's more, we don't know what could happen here. Because I agree with Terence. If you read that, and, and that's what he said, that this is the biggest fight. This guy, Victor, he's, not, he's Ukrainian. And these guys, they're right now, in terms of the level of boxing, they're, they're top. And he, he, he's no joke. So um, this fight's in Vegas tomorrow. And I think um, this is a serious fight, so I just wanted to point that out. Right. right. As far as who's going to win, I, I would. Um, you, 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 I think it's important that we do predictions. <laughs> no, absolutely. We're we, going to talk. We talk about what we want to talk. We talk about it on the show. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I I I think Crawford's going to knock him out in the ninth round. That's my prediction.
1: Okay. Okay. I think um, I think Crawford has got this fight too. I don't know if I don't think he's going to knock him out though. Yeah, because I don't. This guy has never been knocked out. and and I don't know. We need to know. I don't know if he's well, ever even been knocked down. Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing is
0: is is Postal, he, you know, in a sense, it was the right place, right time. You know, he he got he knocked out Matisse on television. Okay, that was probably one of his first, maybe the first televised bout he's ever been on. This guy's been on so cable. He now. looked great, okay. but Matisse, he. Um, Matisse is young, but he's been through some wars, and so oh. Postal could have possibly beaten a less than 100 percent Matisse. So okay. I I I take I take Postal with a grain of salt. I mean, I mean, we see by the numbers. They he, got the he, same he, record. They got the same record, but Postal has knocked out you know half of half of who he's fought, just about. Yeah. So right. He, I mean, to me, I, I still don't really know who he is. He looked great against Matisse, but then again, at the same time, Matisse, he's been losing a lot lately, anyway. Right. So, so, it, it, I mean, I feel as though the safer bet would be Crawford.
1: Okay, I agree with you. Well, you called it the ninth round knockout, and I call it that I think Terence is going to win the fight, but it's going to be, it's going to be, um, I'm going to say unanimous unanimous decision. Unanimous decision. Okay, now, now you then you 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 segwayed into uh, this guy Gennady Golovkin. Okay, I want to say this real quick. Okay, yeah, for the record. Check yeah. This out. This no, I, I love this
0: fight coming up. But go Me too. Yeah, go Absolutely.
1: Uh, the fight is coming up uh, September tenth, United Kingdom, London. Yeah. Brexit. Brexit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Gennady Golovkin. Now, the interesting thing about this fight that a lot of people probably don't know, they look at it like, oh my god, this welterweight. Is going to take on this, you know, middleweight. You know, that's already kind of. And not only that, he's going to take on a middleweight that has the highest knockout percentage in middleweight history so far. He's got 35 wins, Gennady Golovkin, zero losses, and 32 knockouts. That's the highest right percentage-wise so far. And but the thing that a lot of people don't know is Akel Brook, His record's 36-0. He's got 25 knockouts, so he's a knockout artist too. He's definitely a knockout oh, yeah. artist too, and the records are very similar: 35 wins, 36 wins, 32 knockouts, 25 knockouts. But Kell Brook is heavy walking around. He walks around like, I th- from what I heard, um, like like 165, almost 170.
0: Okay, no, that's good to know. That's good to know. Okay. So, so this this yeah.
1: might not be an unnatural weight for him. Exactly. He, in fact, I hear that it's so hard for him. It's like almost unnatural for him to fight at the, the welterweight. Right. right.
0: Right. Well you know, I think this is good for Kelbrook because he's he's definitely someone that has been under the radar. He's kinda similar for me to Victor Postal in the sense of of, you know, Kelbrook was always a name when I would, you know, read you know, boxing online, his name was always mentioned, he'd always be a mandatory, this and that. Uh, I would never see him on TV and then I but then the first televised fight I believe was when he fought Sean Porter Sean Porter had the belt oh,
1: yeah.
0: and I and I thought it was gonna be a fight where Porter it was gonna be a showcase for Porter he, he was fighting this for me unknown in Calbrook even though Calbrook won the you know the, an Olympic gold medal but what uh, weight? Well, oh good question good 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 question. Oh, good, wow. good, good question. If, if I if I heard right, he he won the Olympic gold medal for Olympic England. Medal, okay, okay. But at that time, Sean Porter was his star was on the rise. So undefeated. So it looked like there was no doubt that he was going to uh, walk all over this guy, this unknown. But Cal um, Kel Brook. But okay. that was not to be the case. Cal Brook won that fight. Well, looked great. And then ever since, Cal Brook has just beaten everybody. But I get the resp- I get the impression that. You know when I see him in interviews he's a lot of fun in interviews yeah. he's got that kind of cockney accent oh, and, yeah, okay. and uh, yeah. you know real real tough guy
1: kind of like this guy remember Nasim Hamed or whatever the, the, the okay okay well let, let's <laughs> Moving on. No, 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 no. Go no, ahead. No, the guy. You, maybe that was before your time, but right, right. Naseem, you know, Naseem was the the Indian oh, very yeah. cocky. You heard of him? I've heard of him. Yes. Right. Okay, right. Sorry. So I just want to bring. No, no, up. no, no, no. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Okay. Yeah. So he. But I get the impression that that he's just. Uh, I mean, it's about in terms of who gets to be on TV. You know, it, it, it's about who's marketable, who's going to make the networks more money. Who, sure. who do people want to see, and uh-huh. so and so? Kel Brook, I, I I get the impression when I see him in interviews, he's just he's just begging to be uh, noticed, but he's uh, overlooked. Okay. You know, he he wanted to fight. I mean, he wanted to fight Amir Khan at the time. That would have been an awesome fight. Oh yeah, but, but Amir Khan. We, we was trying to fight Pacquiao and Mayweather eventually fought Alvarez, right. and, and so so Cal kind of gets overlooked. When May, Mayweather was trying to find an, oppo- a, an opponent, it seemed like Kelbrook would be the natural choice because he was a welterweight and the champion. And, and I thought, why doesn't Mayweather fight Cal But I mean, I think it could have been because Cal Brook possibly could have right. given Mayweather a hard yes. time, and yes. so Cal Brook I, I, is kind of fr- agree. Yeah, this is a—I mean, this is a real opportunity for Kel Brook to show the boxing world that he is the real deal. If he right. could beat, you know, I really think it's almost like Rocky. Yeah, Rocky won. He doesn't even have to—he doesn't even have to beat beat Gennady Gennady Golovkin. But if he could, if he could rough him up. Okay. Make an impression, knock him down, give Gennady a hard time. Yeah. If he can knock Gennady down a couple times, I mean that would be
1: incredible. Well, that would be incredible. Is a euphemism. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right now. Okay. Because let me say this because um, adding to this this texture, this this uh, this dialogue with this guy's. Okay, Kelbrook, Okay, so I need to check on if he was an Olympic gold. It wouldn't surprise me though because he he he's so confident. Yeah, this guy. But you know, notice you know, I like to talk. I like to think about the details. He was in. A, he after he won that big fight, he got the belt or whatever. He was vacation. He got stabbed. Right. Why does someone get stabbed? Like <laughs> I've never been stabbed. Right. <laughs> right. So right. that kind of like you know that kind of like I kind of think about that. You you got he was in the hospital. Right. And he was serious.
0: Right. There was he was he was supposed to fight, but the f- fight was postponed because because he got stabbed.
1: These guys now you know, these guys, these these guys that are like Pakistani and they're in, uh, they, but they're Britain, they're British. Right. Okay, I can name three, Nassim. Okay. Amir Khan, and now this guy, Kel Brook. They got a wild streak in them. Because all three guys have, you go on Wikipedia and you look up their, like their background, the stuff, they got, all of them got in trouble. Speeding, they're, they're crazy with cars. Right. They're getting in fights. You know, I don't know the whole Britain scene sure Pakistan but that's just to me is interesting yeah no no that no absolutely absolutely There's something and, there
0: and I think I mean I remember after Amir Khan lost badly to Canelo Alvarez Kelbrook you know tweeted something funny and kind of disrespectful towards Amir Khan I, I forgot the exact words oh, but, wow. but uh, after he got knocked out right right and you know I, I think there if there was any hope that those two would fight you know you know m- maybe it will happen but but you know not to get off to- topic but i think Amir Khan has uh, he has a long way to go to get back to that place where he's going to be in title fights and
1: it, now, he's, now he's working he's swimming upstream swim, uh, upstream now after right. that that was like devastating right it was devastating you know although i have respect for him because he was going for it you know but still you know You know, he he was going, he was, he was going for it, but Canelo, Canelo, okay, so let me finish this though. You said Kell Brook, if Kell Brook could rough Gennady up and maybe knock him down a couple times, well, let's, let's, let's put, let's do the numbers here. Gennady Golovkin has, and this has been confirmed, you know, it's pretty much like a lot of people have like confirmed it that 345 amateur fights, five losses, but it's actually, it turns out that he's had at least eight losses. And, and I did some research, one of those guys he lost to was Andre Durrell, which is an American fighter. You know, Anthony Durrell, they the right, brothers right, or whatever. The brothers, yeah. But, you know, we need to get more into it, but basically these guys, when they're amateurs, a lot of times, like, especially, I mean, he fought 345 times, he fought a lot of the same guys multiple times. And I think he fought Andre Durell a couple times, but he beat him more than... That's why we didn't hear anything. So the the guys that are really like into the amateurs, they would have said, "Well, this guy Gennady's great, but you know, there's one guy that always gave him trouble." We don't ever hear that. I think because he always uh, his you know he beat Andre Durrell. That was one guy, and a, a couple guy like a like a heavyweight Russian guy beat him, sure. fighting like bigger guys. But never has he been knocked down in all all of this stuff. Oh, there's no record of him being knocked down. So, that to me is, that's, and, and you know, the, now, Andre Ward, this is another guy that has a great amateur record, he hasn't lost a fight since he was 12 years old, Right. but he did get knocked down, he got knocked down by Boom,
0: I right. saw that, I actually All saw right. that.
1: So, you know, I mean, it's not, a, you know, people get knocked down, but, but since we're talking about it, I mean, if this guy, Kel Brook, could knock down Gennady DeLovkin, a guy that has this type of track record, you know, if he had ten fights and he never knock knockdown, okay, well, whoa, you know, this is definitely possible. But here it's like, you know, you got so many samples here to work with, and none of them, no knockdowns. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and I,
0: and who, whoever's managing Golovkin and and another fighter, Kovalev. Yeah. What well, great matchmaking! I mean, oh, those, the,
1: the girls managing Kovalev. Right. You know that.
0: Right. Right. Um,
1: and, yeah, and, Gennady, Gennady. And
0: because they, those two fighters seem willing to fight anybody, the biggest names. Yeah, yeah. And if Canelo Alvarez was serious about wanting to fight Golovkin, Golovkin would have signed up for that in a heartbeat. But I got the impression, I know we're, we're going into, into that, that territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the impression that... I I mean, I don't want. It was business. I don't want to say that Alvarez was ducking Gennady Golovkin, but but I I do feel that that camp knew that it was possible that they would lose to Golovkin. So why do that fight so soon when they could kind of make money on other fights before uh, that ever happens? If if it happens, hopefully it happens.
1: Commenting on that, the more I get into boxing, the less I'm, I'm not. You know, when I'm fr- I have no problem with that now. Yeah. Because if I wasn't Canelo's management team, I would say, no. It doesn't make any sense to fight him right now. Let's avoid him. Let's keep milking the milk machine. Um, you know, it, it would be a competitive fight. I think it would be a competitive fight if they two fought, but... I don't... I just think it's... I don't... I think Canelo would fight Gennady. Like, that's my impression. But I think it, the, and I don't blame the management for avoiding Gennady, right. because honestly, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, this is this this is what it is. Right now in boxing, now, the, hear me out. See if you agree with this. I think the biggest money guy right now in boxing is Canelo Alvarez. He's the biggest ticket right now. Oh yeah, that. When you think about who's the biggest money guy, I, yeah, I have to agree. He's the biggest ticket. He's me- he's Mexican. He's red hair. They love him in Mexico. They <laughs> right. Love. They, they right. Mexico, the they, boxing is like a religion. And the last great, great uh, was this guy Juan Manuel Marquez. Right. But guy who was even greater, much better than him in my book. Is um, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez. Sure. Julio sure. Julio Cesar Chavez. Sure. Freaking amazing. The Guy was like just awesome. Um, but, but they, it's like it's a religion. So now. You got this. You got the Golden Boy. You got the uh, you got Canelo. Canelo's like he's awesome. This is perfect. Uh,
0: no, absolutely. And and but and yeah. I, I and I have to say the the person responsible for bringing Canelo to the limelight was Mayweather. Even though Canelo oh, yeah, yeah. Canelo may right. have been that might have been premature for Canelo to fight Mayweather. Yep. But as a result of that that real that fight really put Alvarez on the map for a lot of for a lot of people, for a lot of people because before that Canelo was on TV in that he fought um Austin he beat Austin Trout. Yes, you know, you know there was right. a couple fights that 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 he fought that no, bet, yeah. that uh he did did well in, but yeah, but that you know the only loss of Alvarez's career, that's the one because after that yeah, then yeah. Canelo was on pay-per-views and you know he beat and Yes. Angulo on a pay-per-view, and this and that on a pay-per-view. Uh, Laura, Ar- Ar- Arislandi Laura, he, he beat him in yes, a pay-per-view. saw that.
1: A controversial win. Yeah, you know now that I look at it though. I mean, you know it's he was the aggressor. He was the right. aggressor. Right. Right. Uh, I like Laura because he just looks good. Yeah. He just looks. He's the perfect. He's got the perfect boxing body. He's like if if you were going to use and it's ex- like put in the dictionary what a boxer looks at. Laura would be going that picture. Right, right. You know, for whatever that's worth.
0: Yeah, and I and I give Arislandi Lara a lot of credit because in order to get that that fight against Canelo, you know, he was teasing him on Twitter yes. and, and social media right. and then and then smart. and then you know finally landed that fight. Right, right, right. And I know that Arislandi Laura has been lobbying to try to get a fight against Canelo and he, and he and, you know, one way he's doing so it... Oh, he's trying to fight Canelo again? No, not Canelo. Uh, Gennady Golovkin. Oh. And, and you know, he called... He called Gennady Golovkin in, in so many words. He called him a coward because he's fighting Cal Brook, who, who is in such a lower weight class, <laughs> and, he, and that he's <laughs> trying to duck Arislandi Lara. Lara's kind of smart, you
1: know? He, he, <laughs> he's, he's kind <laughs> of an intelligent...
0: Yeah, he gets under your skin.
1: He does. He gets under your skin. He's kind of like he's very concerned you know he's it's hard to he's, he's kind of like he's got talent he's got talent and I heard
0: one commentator say something like you know the, the few times that Lara has lost yeah the decisions were so close that you could make the argument that he should be an undefeated fighter I mean I'm you know sure. that
1: that would be when I saw the fight yeah you know for whatever reason Car- Canelo's a guy he, you like to hate canelo like I do, like he, he just like you know. But now he started. He's starting to like you know because he, he just keeps winning. Right. But when I saw the fight, if you don't remember, we saw it at that bar. Right. And I was totally like, how is this redhead trash? No, Lara won the fight. And Lara, remember, he was like crying almost. Right. Now that I'm here, I think about it. I'm like, how? Lara is such a because he's so good. He, that's what he's good. He's good at like bringing you in into his little story. Right. You know that's right. his talent. You know um, he's really good at that. Um, And, you know, but, but, um, but, but Canelo, Canelo, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what my point was, but my point was, you know, yeah, 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 but, but I think Canelo won that fight. I could see, you could make the argument, a lot of people could make the argument, yeah, Lara, he's really undefeated because he really beat Canelo, right. It's like it's almost, he hasn't been, he's he's still, his record's still almost like untainted. Right, He's an untainted guy, he's a pretty fighter. Right. He's got one weapon. It's that straight right Right. that can really hurt you. Right. The weapon, he's like Adonis Stevenson. Adonis Stevenson really has that one weapon. It's that vicious, crazy. Do you you know that? You remember that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's fighting next Friday. Yes. He's fighting next Friday. Um, Adonis is fighting. I think Thomas. Yeah, actually, I don't. Thomas Williams, but I know about it. Yes, I I should have put it here. Um, Yeah, it's exactly. He's been in hiatus for a long time here. But but let me go on. Let me move on here. Um, I want to point out here that. So okay, we got my guy here. Okay, well let's let's go here. The next fight, August sixth, Oakland, California, Andre Ward's uh, hometown. It's probably in one of these. um, What's his uh. O'Rion Arena, one of these arenas that he's always getting, you know, he got you know he's got home court advantage. He's gonna fight this guy, Alexander Brand. Now, Andre Ward's last fight, he fought this guy, Sullivan Barrera. Right. Sullivan Barrera, I think he was like 17, 18, and zero. he was undefeated, Cuban fighter. And it was to me, that's my respect to John to for Andre Ward. Because I think Andre Ward was like, look, I'm still got, let me let me just take this guy. I'm gonna take a risky guy on. I'm gonna let you guys know that I'm still the man. And he beat him soundly. I saw the highlights. Oh Beautiful. yeah, beat yeah. him soundly. Fought him in Oakland. Fought him in Oakland. Stephen Curry and came into the fight. And the guy's the a fight. big guy. Yeah. That yeah. that Barrera guy was a big middleweight, huge, huge. huge. Right. So right. I was impressed. Now he's going to fight this guy, Alexander Brandt. Now let's look at the records. Andre Ward, twenty nine and zero. Guys, he's perfect. Andre Ward is like he's like the bins of boxing. He really is. Uh, fifteen knockouts. He's not a knockout artist, that's for sure. He didn't have to be. He's like Mayweather. He's a he's a he's a major strategical, intelligent. He just wins. He knows how to win and he wins every time. Right. Alexander Brand, twenty five and one. He lost one. He's got nineteen knockouts. You could argue he's definitely more of a knockout artist. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about Alexander. Brand. Well it's an
0: important fight because Light heavyweights. Light heavyweight division. Because from what I saw, there is a contract for Ward to fight Kovalev in Later in the year, but depending on if they f- of 2016, of this year, right? Wow, that's right around. That but de- on the on the assumption that Ward will beat, so Ward has to beat Brand, and then that fight's going to happen. Kovalev already defeated uh, the fighter that he defeated a couple weeks ago. This guy,
1: right, right, right. Okay, so that was his. He had to defeat that he, guy. Right. So, so in other words, Kovalev doesn't have to fight again until that he he, he meets up with Ward. Right. Okay. Right. Wow. So so yeah, this yeah this is this is. So who do you got on on this fight?
0: On the Ward fight? Yeah. Oh, uh, it has uh, Ward without a doubt. Ward without a doubt. Who
1: do you got on the Leo Santa Cruz Carl Frampton fight?
0: Oh yeah, so that's that's next Saturday. Um, That's a good question. You know, I saw. You know, I've seen Frampton. I think he's fought. If I, if I saw right, he's from England, Ireland, he's from. I think he's British, right. he's from England, but he might have right, some he's from like the, stuff going on. Right, he's from the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. He's 22 and 0, 14 knockouts. You know, I would I would love to see Frampton win. Because <laughs> I, I gotta say. The, the, these two personalities of the fighters are very different Leo Santa Cruz to me seems like you know it's very similar to Danny Garcia he just looks like someone that the networks are just grooming you know he looks good he, he's a clean fighter he's undefeated you know they really um, the promoters really tried to like for instance during the Pacquiao fight yeah, yeah. The, the, pa- the Pacquiao uh, Mayweather fight who, yeah. which who everybody saw Leo Santa Cruz was on that card, and if I remember right, Leo Santa Cruz that fight was just before the main event. Okay. So the promoters are really trying to push Leo Santa Cruz. You know, to me, Leo Santa Cruz is, is in my opinion, not the most exciting fighter. Right. I, I, you know what I think? What it is? It, it's because there's a lot of there's a lot of expectation. You know, okay. and and. And it just, you know, in my opinion, it feels like they're they're really safe with him. That similar to Danny Garcia, they're really safe with him. They want him to keep right. be undefeated. And Frampton, the impression I get, you know, it's similar to that Kell Brook style. is 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 uh, He's rough and tumble. He's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's kind of scrappy. Right. And and. You know, with like the tats, he's got emotional. If I remember right, he's got tattoos, yes. and and, and he's
1: cut up like a beast.
0: Yes. So you know, I would love. You know, I would just, as a fight man, I would just love to see Frantum, um, you know, you know, beat him up a little bit. You know, it just, okay. you know, if, if, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's boxing. It's that's that's what we want to see. You know, knockouts are, are, uh, you know, they're. You know, nobody wants to see anyone get hurt, yeah. but you know, in boxing, wow, you, you really got it out for this Leo guy. <laughs> just like well, there's something about it. I see that I see that uh, you are really going after this guy. I, I just you know, because I, 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 because you know how I feel when I watch this is they're just they're, his handlers, and I can't blame blame Leo, but they're very they're very safe with him. And they're, they're very safe, very, you know, it's very formula, it's very, you know, stick to the script, and, calculated, and very right. calculated, and, and you can't blame them, but, you know, I would, I would love to see a guy like Frampton come in and just, uh, you know, just rough him up. You know, I, I'm going to say,
1: I'm going to call Frampton on this fight. I think he's going to win the fight. I, I think he's going to win it. It's not in his home court. It's in, uh, it's in Brooklyn. We're going to see that fight. Uh, it's uh, for Santa Cruz's WBA featherweight title. Featherweight is uh, 126. Right. Um, I fight at featherweight, um, and um, Leo Santa Cruz is 32 and 0, and he 18 knockouts. But I've seen both these guys fight. Carl Frampton's a beast. He's tough. He's scrappy. He's he takes chances. He's and he's plus he's he's, a, he's actually a little smaller kind of guy than right. uh, Leo. He's quicker. Yeah. And I think, I, I think he might even pack more of a punch. It but it be. Leo can. Hit hard though. I know and, and and
0: and I'll make my prediction is even though I want Frampton to win, you know, I think Leo is gonna win. I, I actually think. I actually think Leo Santa Cruz is gonna win. Okay. And okay. and okay. I and I think it's gonna go twelve rounds. I think it's gonna be a decision. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a decision. And but and I think it's you know, because I, I will give respect where respect is due. You know, Leo Santa Cruz is a good fighter. I don't oh, yeah. think he's very exciting. I think Frampton's gonna want to make it a uh, an exciting fight. I, I hope it is an exciting fight. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I do think that Leo Santa Cruz is gonna win.
1: Okay. Nice. Uh moving <laughs> on. I now respect that. Um, Errol Spence Jr. Now this <clears throat> there's certain guys that I'm watching that are on my my A list. Guys like Anatoly Golovkin. guys like uh... Um, um, who else we got? There, there's, there's like five of them right now. Sure. I got box record. You need to go to that website. That website's awesome. Sure. That's how you can. Do you know you heard of box record? No. I'll send you the link. Okay. Um, you're gonna love it. And um, Errol Spence Jr. He's from my hometown. Actually, he's from, born in Brooklyn. Yeah. And then he was Ray. Then all of a sudden he moved. Um, he moved to. He's in Texas now. All right. He's undefeated. His record. He's twenty and O. 17 he's a knockout artist and you even told me Mayweather like give gave him like you know like you know gave him props gave sure. him recognition right. he is amazing he's a good boy too he's just you know he's got he hangs around the right people he's like an Allen Iverson but with the right people around him. Oh, Allen yeah. Iverson had all the wrong people around him but he was just he was Allen Iverson he was just amazingly talented uh, but Errol is the and he's got the good people around. him That's what it looks like. Now he's fighting this guy L- L- Leonard uh, Boon Boondoo, and that guy is thirty three, one and two draws. He's twelve knockouts. I think Errol is going to smash this guy, no problem. The fight is in Barclays. We got go to go that fight August twenty first. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, absolutely, I'll put it on the calendar and
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, no, it, 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 it's great. You know, it. it it does feel like boxing is looking for its stars, you know. It, it Mayweather retired even though he you know he probably come out of the retirement to fight at least one fight. Sure. Pacquiao, I saw a headline that Pacquiao he retired but he's going he's, he's coming back. He's
1: already scheduled. He's
0: coming back. So I don't know who. So, you know, th- th- those guys might fight one or two more fights, but they're 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 basically done and so, you know, who's who's going to be the, the next, you know, the next fighter? Right. that's going to cross over into uh, national, worldwide fame. And I, I, I agree with what you said, that Canelo really is the guy. I, he, I he's say he he's the star of no boxing. Doubt.
1: Right now, yeah.
0: He's the star of boxing. and But I, I, I think that we but we don't have someone that is popular amongst non-boxing fans. Because I, I, I don't know about you, but I think if you ask the average person on the street... Do you know who Canelo Alvarez? Maybe they heard of him because he fought Mayweather one maybe, time. Maybe, But 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 I don't think I don't I don't think people
1: outside of Mexico know who he is. What you're talking about, it's Mayweather. He, right. Although he's not really fighting anymore, but it's Mayweather that everyone pretty much knows. That right, he's the most popular living contemporary. Like you know. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Mike, but Mike right. But right. Mike Tyson isn't. Uh, Mayweather really could just literally jump back in the ring. No, absolutely, I mean, it's... He will jump back
0: in the ring, I'm sure. Boxing and non-boxing fans all know know or knew who Muhammad Ali was. They all knew who Mike Tyson was. Everyone knows who Mayweather is. We don't have a guy like that right now. No. And, you know, maybe Errol Spence will be the guy... Who knows? Maybe not, because no, okay. because when he's interviewed, I mean that's what I love about him. He's very he's very well mannered, but when he is similar to Gennady Golovkin, but when he gets in the ring, he's he's vicious.
1: Right. Exactly. There's no way. There's no way. They don't got too much showmanship. Right. Although I'll give credit to Gennady. Gennady has been slowly trying to do more uh, in that department. Right. And I, you know, I, that's what I notice. Uh, it's 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 not. It's in his own style though. You know, he, he's not breaking his mold. He's not trying to be Mayweather. Yeah. Um, like guys like, um, guys like, uh, what's this guy? He's gotten a, he's been arrested. Um, Broner. Oh, right. Broner. Yeah,
0: that really um, that really breaks my heart. It's just, you know, see a guy like that. You know, to me, yeah. you, even though, you know, he's he's the type of guy a lot of people watch because they want to see him lose. I, I happen to like him. I, I'm a big Floyd Mayweather fan. I like him. I always loved... Watching his fights, I never wanted to see yeah, Floyd Floyd lose, and um, waiting to see him lose. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's so it's Broner. Broner was a guy that was exciting to watch, and and yeah, just just to see him w- w- with those issues outside the ring, it's it's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, and then
1: he actually showed up late. Now they gave him six months in jail. Right, I read.
0: Right, I saw that. I saw uh, that. He, yeah, and that's disappointing, especially. Yeah, he's so talented. Absolutely, you know, and, 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 and I wish him all the best, I hope he, you know, I hope he comes back in a big way, and, because, uh, you know, because some of those fights were, were great, that, that, that that fight where he beat Pauli Malignaggi, that was, uh, you know, to me that was, you know, I don't want to say that's an instant classic, but that was very entertaining when he fought, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when he fought Maidana, Maidana won, but, you know, that was a very exciting fight. Yeah, it was, he knocked him down,
1: he, he knocked uh, Broner down.
0: Right. Right.
1: Broner got back
0: up. Right, and that and that fight, you know, led to Maidana getting that fight with Floyd Mayweather, and and those were great fights too. But yeah, especially the personal. But yeah, we've had uh, you know this 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 last this last calendar year, you know, we we've we've had a lot of great fights. Yes. For for boxing fans, it's it's great. I I like what Al Heyman is trying to do and putting it on TV and trying to make it you know bring it back to its former glory of, of of people talking about boxing. Who knows? You know, we, we, with the UFC, with the popularity of the NFL and other sports, you know, who knows if boxing could ever get back to that place it was when Ali was in his prime. But, um,
1: but yeah, it's a, it's a different world now. But let me let me let's let's wrap it up. Yeah. Cover these last two fights. You mentioned uh, Canelo Alvarez and Liam Smith. That's going to be for Smith's WBO junior middleweight title. So that sounds like Canelo could get another belt among his he's got I think several belts already um, Liam Smith is actually he's a good fighter I don't have the record I know
0: uh, I have no idea who no, he no. is I've,
1: I know the name yeah um, but I think Canelo if you would have, sh- if you would have took Canelo's career and you would have just showed me the first like um, I think he's got like almost like forty fights now but the first thirty fights I'd be like oh, okay he's, he's a good fighter you know he's, he's definitely um, he's, he's, he's wins uh, he, he won all of them uh, like up to the point of Mayweather. You showed all, and then i see the loser of Mayweather, well, well, you know, at least he lost, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't completely, um, um, you know, he still fought, he still fought, and he didn't look completely terrible. Mayweather has a good way of making him look terrible though. Yeah. But but he didn't get knocked out or anything like that. Um, but then, after Mayweather, and you showed me all those fights, I'd be like, whoa, this guy's a vicious knockout artist. Right. Oh right. my God, this guy, ooh, watch out. He's knocking guys out, whole, he's not just knocking, he's knocking them out where they're, they're like comatose out for like five minutes. Right, right. Amir Khan, uh, Kirkland. Right. That Kirkland knockout, still, that, oh boy, that was a highlight. And uh, even awesome.
0: when he fought, I think it was his first pay-per-view fight, when he fought Angulo, he didn't knock out Angulo, but Angulo just, he just kept coming forward, but Alvarez just beat him up so yes. bad. Oh my gosh. And we haven't seen Angulo. Right, right, right. Yeah, we we no, we, we haven't seen him since. I know, I see, I see. He's been fighting, but he has not fought on TV. I think he has a, uh, a TV appearance coming up. Okay. But but out. right, no, he beat him up bad.
1: Yeah, he absolutely. Beat him up bad. Right, so my respect for Canelo is is really uh, really really. Uh, now this this fight I'm looking forward to. This guy. Okay, these guys. Their names are totally, uh, but. G- 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 glow, wow, glow. G- 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 oh, All right, the Glaw- cruiser, Wacky. the
0: cruiserweight we, champion. You
1: saw him. He, yeah. He, who did he fight? He he fought Huck. He he yes. beat. Yes. He, he annihilated. He he knocked him out. Came back to beat him. Yeah. And and he but he finished him. Right. And Huck was heavily favored. Absolutely. Right. Because right. Huck was this like German undefeated right. or whatever he was. This guy is Polish. Right. He's Polish, and he when I when I saw that fight that made it a strong impression on me. He's a very, very, and Polish people are very strong. Polish by Oh my God! There's they're, they're, but he is fighting this guy, Alexander uh, Usyk. Now this guy, Alexander, he's like I think he's either a sil- silver medalist, but he might be a gold medalist in the Olympics. Sure. And he's got a great American trainer that, and I I seen him. Uh, they had a, like a uh, like a like a preview of him or whatever. Uh, he's he's got charisma. He was dancing. He he is he's tough. And he's—I think he's very intelligent. I'm looking forward to this fight. It's for Glowalki's WBO cruiserweight title. I think that weight uh, is—I think the weight limits at 200. Right. So you limits 200. Right. In boxing, 200—you know—heavyweights, anything. Right. So I got my money on on Alexander. Oh uh, yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and I got my money on Gennady too for against Cal Brook. Oh right, right. Yeah, I I have to
0: go with Gennady Golovkin. Uh, I have to go with Gennady Golovkin. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a knockout. But, but too. we'll see. You know, it's it's Cal Brook surprised everybody when he when he beat uh, Porter, and he fought this guy Lucian Bute. Which at, one? Who? Cal uh, Brook. Oh yeah, Lucian Bute. Oh yeah, and and and, and Brook won. But there how, were, how did he win? Did he? What was it? If Lucian Butte is tough, right? It went all twelve rounds, but okay. if if I read it right, Butte later got tested and he was using some kind of substance. Oh, so wait. because he was real. He really like a sports enhancing, <laughs> like a no no. Right. There okay. was a there was a no no, and uh, which which might have explained how how he was able to yeah he cuz towards the end of the fight he, he came back out of nowhere and and uh, but so in any case what i'm trying to say is that Kelbrook so looked good, looked great in that fight he looked great in the last fight you know he's i think i think Kelbrook is in the position that he wants to be in he is, is the ultimate underdog and and i love that he just chomped at the bit at the chance to fight Gennady Golovkin. You know, something that not a lot of fighter, fighters are willing to do. And uh, so, you know, he's got that advantage. Uh, well, I,
1: I don't know if you'd say it's an advantage, well, it,
0: but... it's neutral.
1: Yeah. It, In it, my mind. Yeah, because yeah. Because they're both kind of like this. Like, like, like. it's not... It's like, like you say, like, Kell Brook is looking to fight someone. Yeah. Like, knocking on doors. And so is Gennady. Yeah. In fact, I think you, you might be right. Maybe even Kell's got the kind of, like... Because Gennady at least has recognition now. Like, oh, wow, Gennady can love that he is. Ooh, knockout guy. Where Kel Brook hasn't got that glory yet. Right. And it must be so, you know, upsetting. Yeah,
0: right, right. I mean, it's, uh... But I'm happy for him. You know, he's making money. He's on TV. He's got this pay-per-view fight. Before we wrap up, too, I would be remiss if I didn't mention... I have to say now that Matisse, you know, is kind of... You know, on the downward—I don't want to say downward spiral—but you know, he's been losing. One guy that I—I I really love rooting for now, and he fought last weekend America's heavyweight champion Deontay Wilder. Oh, I'm
1: glad you brought that up. One of the great—I got—I say I have it here.
0: One of the best fighters that we have right now. You know, oh, heavy he, he, he steamrolled over this uh, he's Chris Ariola. right? Absolutely, and he steamrolled over him, and. The heavyweight division is is very splintered now. You got you got Klitschko, Tyson. Fury, yeah, Klitschko. No, well, who, who well, are the belt holders? The belt holders, you right? Right. Yeah, Fury,
1: Deontay. Deontay. No, oh, and then it's um, it's the British guy. Oh, right. Joshua, Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. So,
0: I would love to see the belts. Tyson has most belts. I think he, he has two. two. Right. He has two. Joshua has one and. And Wilder has has the other,
1: so yeah, we'll see who... Well, let let me ask you this. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, he's American, Deontay. And I'm I'm starting to warm up to him more, because you know why? He's, that's why I love Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury understands that this is a business. And that it's everything. Yeah, you gotta win the fights in the ring, but you also gotta, you gotta promote out of the ring. It's a business. It's like any sport. Any sport can. It's like an animal. They. You can go extinct. I'm sorry, but it's the way it is. There have been sports that have come and go. Uh, Tyson, I can see he just pushes himself to whatever he needs to do to make 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 you watch him. Oh, right. Make you listen to him. Right. And he's such a great he's such a great entertainer. such a great talker. Right. And now I see. Deontay he's on the sports center, he's getting interviewed, he's he's the oh, yeah. way he's talking and I like that. When I see these guys push, you know, you know, push the envelope. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. And 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 you know, because we're not in England, you know, we're we're probably not seeing a lot of coverage, but you know, their heavyweight champion, Anthony Joshua, I have to say, you know, I've seen I've seen Joshua's last couple fights yeah. and he looks amazing and i yeah. think out of, out of the three of them as much as i'm rooting for deontay wilder anthony joshua just looks incredible
1: okay okay let me stop you right there because I, I hear what you're saying because you're like oh my god what i've seen it's like oh this guy just he he could just kill anybody see now that yeah i hear you but in my experience yeah okay okay yeah yeah that's okay i see that but when when he gets to these bigger guys He's like I feel like Tyson and Deontay—they're much deeper in the forest right now, and it's easier to look so great when, like, I think Joshua's more like like closer to the meadow, and he looks real good and he looks all perfect. But when he gets deeper, we're gonna start seeing some of these maybe weaknesses. Right. Right. yeah I'm just not like because that I, that's how I feel uh, and I think like I think Deontay I think Deontay's had a tough life I, th- I think he has I think he has character that's what sure. I'm trying to say Absolutely. I don't pick that up from Anthony I feel like Anthony yeah and so like I heard him talking about he likes to do ch- you know and when I was growing up we you know I was in the chess club and yeah you know, I was playing yeah. cricket one yeah. day and I, I hit the ball so hard they said you should do boxing yeah. And I said, "Mom, I, I I don't want to do math studies after school and no more tutor. I want to start doing boxing." Right. He just like and then, you know, he had a, like a pampered life. Right. That's my That's <laughs> right. my impression. Right. No, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. So, yeah, we we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I would love to see Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yep.
1: Cool. Awesome. Well, hey, listen, um, uh, I think it was uh, it was fun. Yes. Um, and uh, you want to wrap it up? You want you any, any closing? Uh, I don't know how we wrap. I guess that's <laughs> it. <laughs> right, right. That's
0: it. So uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Next time.